Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Trent Cotney of Cotney Attorneys and Consultants. Trent, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversations today. Our pleasure. So you're in a helping profession. Let's go back in time a little bit. There's probably what inspired you to become an attorney. Well, it's sort of a long story. I had grown up in a family of construction and uh, ended up going to law school, did really well there. And, uh, you know, when I got out of law school, I was a little bit disillusioned. I didn't know whether or not I wanted to remain a lawyer or, you know, return to my roots in construction. And ultimately what I did is I decided to represent the industry. So I started working for uh, a large firm down in South Florida and then uh, moved up here to Tampa in the late 90s. Okay, congratulations. And then let's talk about who those companies are that you're serving. I mean, not asking for names, I'm just asking for like types of companies. Sure, so um, we represent contractors and trades throughout the US and Canada. We've got 20 plus offices. Uh, I serve as general counsel for the National Roofing Contractors Association, which has 5,000 members. Uh, Our firm is also general counsel for about 20 other trade associations throughout the U.S. and Canada. Uh, We represent everything from mom and pop contractors to publicly traded companies. And what are some of the biggest concerns or some of the biggest mistakes that companies like that are making that you're helping them solve? So we like to think that we are a full service um, solution provider to any contractor. Basically, any problem that they've got, we can solve it. And uh, our firm, obviously, we specialize in construction, but we have employment lawyers, immigration, you know, murders and acquisition, you name it. Right now, the biggest issue out there is the material shortage. So we are constantly navigating those issues with contractors to help uh, alleviate the issues downstream and work with their customers upstream. Okay, so let's dive a little bit deeper into that. So, for example, this isn't construction, but I interviewed someone on the podcast the other day who he's the inventor of stevia, um, the natural non-sugar sweetener. And their biggest challenge is supply chain. Like they have giant ships filled with stuff that they can't get here from China. So they've had to find other sources of the plants or whatever it is that they need. So how does... I'm not saying that's the issue you're referring to, but how does a law firm work with that? Mm-hmm. So we are a unique company in that we are not just a law firm. We, we have uh, a whole consulting team that works with us that does everything from 
operations to HR to safety training. And a lot of the people that work here just worked in construction as part of their last job. So um, we also have a lot a lobbying and government affairs arm. And um, a lot of what I do in my position as, as general counsel for a variety of these associations is, is try to thread that needle, figure out how do I get materials from point A to point B? How do I you know, provide reasonable substitutions? How do I help the contractors maybe rephase portions of the work to accommodate their schedule? Um, and a lot of it is, is relationship and connection based. So, um, you know, it helps to kind of know who to call and, and uh, ask the right questions. So that's fascinating. So you're not necessarily, I didn't saying, hey, you didn't deliver my client's materials. We're threatening to sue you for non-performance. You're really helping solve the problem in terms of whether it's finding another way to get it here, finding another vendor, bridging the gap kind of as a strategic partner. So a lot of that I would imagine is based on your Rolodex. How does that get built over time? So I've been uh, involved in the industry in my capacity as, as in the legal capacity for 22 years now. Um, and over time through just, you know, working in the industry, being involved and, you know, we serve as general counsel for the top four or five associations in the United States right now. You gather great relationships with manufacturers, distribution contractors, uh, and politicians, you know, and, um, obviously if things go south, we have the legal capability to deal with it. But I'll, I've always been a big believer, Seth, that it's, if you keep the customer happy, then the contractor's happy. So, a lot of what I'm trying to do is be proactive and help resolve problems rather than be reactive. So that's an incredible degree of a suite of services and solutions that you can provide. How do you get that message out? How do you get the word out about that so that clients can find you to get those problems solved? So we are uh, very active on social media. We have uh, a podcast, Law & Mortar. It's the number one construction law podcast in the world. Um, we, um, do a variety of videos and, uh, you know, a lot of content articles. Um, I do an industry update video, uh, every two weeks where I talk about what the key issues are in HR safety and legal in less than five minutes. Um, and what we do is just try to educate, you know, a lot of, a lot of what my role is, is to serve, to help identify what the issues are. And ideally, what, what I'm trying to do is help contractors be successful. Their success is, is our success, and that's kind of how I look at it. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. What inspired you to start the podcast? You know, it, it's a great way for us to get the, the word out on a consistent basis. And uh, what it consists of is uh, myself from the legal perspective, and then the, the mortar aspect is John Kenny, who is the CEO of our consulting company. He's got 45 years experience in the industry. Uh, he went from the rooftop to the boardroom, and his last position was CEO for a uh, $50 million roofing company. So uh, it's a lot of great back and forth. You get both the business and legal aspects, and uh, it's been been well received. We we uh, are happy to to continue to provide it. That yeah, that sounds like a great vehicle. I've got to I've got to ask the editor in me says uh, you said from the rooftop to the boardroom. That'd be a great book title if it hasn't already been used. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. So you're providing all of these, all of this content, all of those resources, obviously those breadcrumbs go out all over the place and lead a trail back to Cottony attorneys and consultants. With all the success you've achieved, what are, what are some of your, what's your biggest challenge now? 
So we're constantly in growth mode, right? You know, as you know, obviously I'm a lawyer, I'm a consultant, I do all these other things, but I'm primarily a business owner. And when I started this company 10 years ago, I left the, the cushy seat of being a uh, equity hiring partner at a national law firm and uh, receiving a hefty paycheck and working about as 10, uh, you know, 10% as hard as I do now uh, to running a business. And there's no, you know, playbook for how to scale or run your business. You can garner information and obtain information from other sources, but a lot of it is on the job training. So um, because we are constantly growing and constantly innovating and constantly changing, uh, it requires um, the ability to improvise, adapt, and overcome, which is is something that I've, I've learned the hard way over the last 10 years. I think there's a subtitle for your book as well. <laughs> right. So I know that you are, you mentioned, you know, the commitment to learning and expanding what are some of the some of your favorite books you've read that have had the biggest impact on your career? I know you said there's no playbook, but mm -hmm. you've read a number of publications that have helped you. Can you share some of those with us? Absolutely. Um, you know, big fan of Robert Greene's, you know, 48 Laws of Power, and I've read all of his books. Um, you know, there's, there's a book called The Second Mountain, which talks about uh, the first mountain is obviously achieving and obtaining you know, job success, but the second mountain talks about uh, morality and things that you can do from a charitable pers perspective that I've been reading that I like. Um, I like a lot of political philosophy and theory because I think it helps a lot of the, the, the things that you learn there help sort of guide your business practices and how you go to market and how you deal with competition. So, um, you know, I, I, I tend to digest most stuff via Audible now. So I'm, <laughs> I'm always, you know, or podcast, I'm constantly listening to stuff as I, as I drive or travel somewhere. You mentioned the growth mode. How do you balance that with your life outside the office? So it's it's difficult, right? And you know, if, if I could find the person that's that's figured out the perfect you know work life balance, that would be great. Uh, but I tell you what, I do is, is I've tried to incorporate some things. So I've got my son's almost twelve. Um, I leave the office every day at six fifteen, regardless of what I got going on, and I go home. I eat dinner. I spend time with the family you know, um, and I try to do that every single night. Uh, I go home for lunch uh, where I, when I can, you know, once or twice a week. Uh, I also travel a lot, um, constantly on the road. So when I can, I bring the whole family with me. Uh, even if I've got to work during the day, I'm, I'm still spending time with them. So it's, it's, it's hard because as an entrepreneur, you can work 24 hours a day. I mean, it's, it's, there's never, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about, you know, what's the next growth strategy, what's the next branding strategy, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I realized that I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't have that solid base. So I think um, I am constantly, it's, it's mindfulness as well. It's just being mindful of the fact that you've got to put as much effort and time into your family as you do your business, because, you know, the success of one leads to the success, the success of the other and vice versa. Absolutely. How has the pandemic affected your business and that of your clients? So when the pandemic hit, uh, you know, I saw opportunity, um, you know, from, from a business perspective. And we were already very nimble uh, from a technological standpoint. I, I went, you know, cloud-based and paperless in 2012 when it wasn't cool to do that. Um, you know, so we were already prepared for remote work and all that kind of stuff. We immediately, you know, commoditized packages that our contractors could use, everything from contract provisions to COVID-19 HR policies, that kind of stuff. 
And, you know, they were flying off the shelf. It worked very well. But the best part about it is that my travel schedule went from, you know, on the road 245, 265 days a year to zero. And that means I had a lot of time in front of the screen. So we basically accomplished our every goal that we had set out for the three-year plan in six months. And then I went on to the five-year plan. <laughs> so it was it was a blessing for us because we skyrocketed in, in uh, as far as all the different things that we wanted to do. We came out with a whole bunch of training that's on our, our, uh, our shop, shopcotney.com. Uh, everything from estimating training, we're working on safety training now. Uh, just a lot of great tools and things that because we were here, we actually had the time to do it. That makes a lot of sense. What, your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you do? You know what, Seth, I would say, um, and this is really why I started this business. You know, otherwise I could be back at one of the big law firms kicking back and be on ESPN right now or something, right? So um, for me, it's, it's, I've gotten to a point in my career where I've been blessed and fortunate to win a lot of, you know, honors and awards, regardless of whether they're deserving. Uh, I've achieved everything that I think I need to achieve as a lawyer. At this point, what I, what I want to do is I want to take, you know, the talent, the time and, and the, uh, the other capabilities that my team has. And I want to see what we can do to affect positive change in the industry. A lot of what I'm passionate about is giving back. So uh, I contribute to a variety of scholarships, not for people to go to swanky schools like I did, but to get into construction out of high school. Um, workforce training is a big thing for me. So we gave back half a million dollars in pro bono time to uh, trade associations and other construction charities last year. And I plan to increase that this year. So, you know, for me, it's, it's how can I support vets, dogs, and construction? That's what I'm really passionate about. And that's what keeps me, keeps me going, right? It's not, it's not really the money, the pain, the power, and that kind of stuff. It's what kind of, what is the legacy here? What is the positive change that I can affect with, uh, you know, my great team that I've got surrounding me? That segues into my next question. So talk a little bit about the team that you've built and how you built it, and then how you maintain and, and improve that culture. Yeah, so it's it's a difficult task, right? And right now, all employers are faced with the same thing that that we're faced with, and that is the turnover tsunami, right? The uh, the Great Resignation. There's a lot of, of I love that name. Yeah, there's a lot of employees, you know, leaving and looking for that greener grass, which doesn't exist. But you know, um, I have been been blessed in that I have recognized that I am not very smart, right? And what I try to do is is I know what I'm good at. Uh, and I'm acutely aware of what I'm bad at. And I've tried to surround myself with people that are a lot smarter and brighter than I am in areas where I'm weak. So over the years, I've been fortunate enough to align myself with a lot of really great talent. Most of our lawyers worked in construction. We've got five licensed contractors that are lawyers, former HVAC tech, safety supervisors. And I can teach, look, I can teach anybody construction law out of a book but I can't teach you what it's like to have to make payroll, what it's like having to deal with an unruly owner. What it, I can't teach you that common sense aspect and how to relate with the customer unless you've been doing it. So I would much rather hang out with, with contractors any day than lawyers. And I think I've kind of used that motto to surround myself with, with like-minded individuals that are about the hustle or about uh, humility. You know, I, I preach humility um because i think it keeps you hungry um so you know uh it, it's always a challenge recruiting and, and keeping and maintaining talent but uh i am very fortunate in that regard awesome and then 
talk you mentioned the association work talk a little bit about how that came about and what you what you're doing in terms of giving back that way sure so uh, originally you know i got involved here with the local association here back in 2000 and then i became general counsel of the state association of florida uh frsa in 2006 and then kind of moved from there to the general council of western states and chicago and canada and and finally the, the national association so um it, it is it it's a heightened role because there's a political element to it uh obviously i am in charge of, of legal education getting the word out there's a, a, all kinds of newsletters and webinars and content that goes to members um but it's also being able to identify trends and help get ahead of the curve so that um i'm taking a proactive role in guiding the industry uh, away from you know potential problems risk mitigation so um you know we all, we kind of view ourselves as sort of the sheepdog for the industry it's our it's our job to identify that trouble and and make sure that we're steering you know the contractors away from it to the extent that we can that makes a lot of sense for our folks who are watching or listening and want to learn more about what you're up to where is the best place for them to go Sure, absolutely. Go to cottonycl.com. Uh, that's our, our website. You'll find everything that you want to know about both our legal services and consulting services and check out our social media. Uh, handles are always cottonycl.com. All right. Well, this has been Seth Green with Trent Cottony of Cottony CL. Special shout out and thank you to Bob Lehman for introducing us. Trent, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.